0: Good morning and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your stock geek. Today is Monday, July 25th, 2022. I apologize. I am traveling and on the road today. So the audio quality is going to be a little bit poor. And actually tomorrow, Tuesday, July 26th, I will not have a podcast episode as I will be in transit again. Apologies for that. But wanted to give you a quick update today because we have an absolutely jam-packed week full of Earnings reports, macro news, of course, the big Fed meeting on Wednesday with the big interest rate decisions. So there's a lot happening as we move into the week. Recapping last week, indices did finish positive despite a very weak Friday. So the S&P ended the week up 2.5%, the NASDAQ up 3.5%, and the Russell up 4%. That was in line with a lot of other major global indices, which were also up, including European and Asian indices, which were up broadly. Commodities had stayed relatively muted. Crude was basically flattish. Natural gas was up. Copper was up a little bit, and gold was up a little bit. But overall, commodities stayed pretty muted. And we also had bond yields coming in pretty heavily on the government bond yield curve. So we did see yields tighten up a lot. Now, why are government bond yields going down at a time when we're still seeing high inflation readings in the U.S.? And we actually got new highs in inflation readings in Canada and the U.K. last week. Well, it's because we're seeing more leading indicators suggesting economic weakness going forward. We had weak purchasing manager index indicators last week. We had weak housing data in the US. We had another rise in weekly unemployment claims in the US. So despite all this, the ECB raised rates by 50 basis points. And this week, there's an 80% probability priced into futures markets that the Fed will raise by 75 basis points again. There's a 20% chance they'll raise by a full 1%, but again, it seems that most of the probabilities are suggesting that we're going to get 75 basis points increase on Wednesday from the Fed. Of course, market participants will be parsing the Fed's language very closely to see if the Fed is picking up on any of these forward-looking indicators of economic weakness, because the market's going to be very concerned. The Fed's going to be hiking into a weakening economy as we move later into the year. On the earnings front, it was a bit of a mixed bag. We had bellwethers like Netflix and Tesla reporting results that were better than feared. So both stocks rallied on those results. On the flip side, we had some ugly reports out of Snapchat and Twitter. Snapchat was down about 40% on Friday after they reported earnings results. Snapchat and Twitter are both Putting up revenue growth that's very weak and expense growth that's just way out of line with the overall performance of the business. So they're seeing accelerating losses and free cash flow starting to flip negative, which is a very bad sign there for Snapchat and Twitter. There's some concerns there, of course, too, over what that means for the broader advertising sector. We're going to get a very good read on that this week when we get companies like Google and Meta and Amazon reporting. That's, of course, part of. A huge group of big tech companies reporting this week, including Amazon, Apple, Google, Meta, Microsoft, Intel, Shopify, Spotify, ServiceNow, and others. We also get some big bellwethers reporting in other sectors like Visa, MasterCard, GE, GM, McDonald's, Chipotle, ExxonMobil, Chevron, Bristol-Myers, Etsy, Enphase, Procter & Gamble, Qualcomm, Boeing. Newmont Mining, and a number of others. So it's going to be a very jam-packed week of earnings. In fact, I think something like 50% of the S&P 500 companies are reporting this week. We're gonna know a lot more about the direction of earnings, not only for Q2 looking backward, but also looking forward at guidance for Q3 and Q4 for the rest of the year. So far today, here on Monday, it seems like the calm before the storm. We see the indices chopping around, but roughly flattish overall. Crude's up about 1%. Gold and silver weak. Government bond yields up a little bit. Not a whole lot going on. We did get a little bit of M&A news. We have we see that Biotech Zymergen is being acquired by Ginkgo Bioworks in an all-stock deal. Interesting to note also that traders are still trying to push some of these short squeezes. We see Faze, F A Z E, which is an esports company which went public via SPAC. It is now trading as the combined company and it has a pretty low float given all the SPAC redemptions, so there's traders pushing that one up today. Of course, Redbox, a company that is being acquired at a distressed price, is also a low float stock being pushed up. And we've talked about some of these short squeezes in the past, like Blue Apron. You know, a lot of these short squeezes lately just seem to fade fairly quickly after maybe a couple of sessions at most of going parabolic, so interesting to note that. We do see an early loser here with Squarespace down on their earnings report. I thought their earnings report looked relatively okay, but they had some headwinds from currency and they had guidance that came in for Q3 a little bit weaker than expected with six to eight percent growth versus the 10% growth that analysts were looking for. Squarespace is cash flow positive and, and adjusted EBITDA positive, which is nice. They're expecting about $165 million of free cash flow for the year. And on a $3.2 billion enterprise value, it doesn't look super expensive, doesn't look super cheap either. So I think investors were wanting more growth from that stock. But overall, it's not priced at an egregious level like a lot of tech stocks that we saw last year. I also see that we're seeing new lows on some of the gold mining stocks like Agnico and Newmont ahead of Newmont's report. And, you know, that's just been a sector that's pretty washed out. I think a lot of investors are waiting for the dollar to weaken again or waiting for the Fed to be closer closer to pausing on interest rate hikes before they can get interested in gold and silver. So I'm also waiting for that. We'll see. There are a lot of people who also believe that the metals are primed to run significantly higher in the years ahead. But so far, that has not played out. Well, that's really it from me for today. Uh, hopefully, the sound was not too terrible for you all. And again, I'm going to be out tomorrow. There will be no episode tomorrow, just given the fact that I'll be on the road again. But I will be back in action as soon as I can later this week to cover all the mini earnings reports and, of course, that big Fed meeting on Wednesday. Until then, I hope you all have a great rest of your day and a great start to your week. Cheers.